The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. In the lead up to Christmas, our podcast is brought to you by Woolworths. Whether you're looking for the perfect ham, beautiful fresh cherries or your favourite seafood, Woolworths has everything picked for Christmas. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 3rd of December. In your squeeze today, house prices head upward, unrest in Iran, a story of survival as the search for two in our outback continues, and word of the year. This is your squeeze today. Shortage of supply and low interest rates are some of the factors that have caused Sydney to have recorded its highest monthly increase in house prices in over 30 years, Claire. Things were really rocking in Sydney in November. They had an incredible jump in value in dwelling prices of 2.7% for the month. Then you get into Melbourne, it also had a jump of 2.2%. Those two capital cities and the price rises that they saw there led a nationwide capital city increase of home values of 1.7%. So that's really significant when you look around the grounds as well. Uh, also, other capitals to have price increases were Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth, Hobart uh, and Canberra. The only capital to go backwards was Darwin. Interesting. So will this make us feel a bit more optimistic about spending more broadly, noting we haven't been hitting the shops, we've been erring on the side of caution when it comes to our spending habits? That really is the question and experts are saying that it might take some months for uh, that feeling of consumer confidence from home prices increasing, particularly if you're a homeowner and feeling like you've got a little bit more wealth behind you, whether that translates into more spending in the shops and across our economy. Those record low interest rates and also that low stock, not just in Sydney but across the board, uh, means that there's going to be some interesting months ahead for those who are looking at moving around the property market. How excited are we? Can't wait to see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Completely different news story now. In Iran, there's been mass unrest over the past few weeks with reports now that at least 180 people have been killed. What's happening there? What's happened there is the government sprung a surprise petrol hike uh, of nearly 50% on the population and that led to widespread protests. Uh, It's the biggest anti-government uprising in that country for many, many years, probably in its 40-year history. Those deadly protests, though, with the government cracking down on them have led to at least 180 deaths. People think that that final death toll will likely be in the hundreds more. And it's been quite some time since we've spoken about Meng Wangzhou. She's the chief financial officer of Huawei and the daughter of its founder. She was arrested in Canada a year ago and continues to fight extradition to the US. She's accused Claire of violating sanctions against Iran. Why is she in the news today? Yeah, exactly. As you say, it's been a long time running this thing. She's been uh, out on bail in Canada and unable to leave that country until that extradition hearing is complete. She's written an open letter to her supporters thanking them for everything that they've done for her in the past year. She says that she's had time to read some books and to complete an oil painting, but she also says that she's felt quite helpless uh, and had quite a struggle with that legal process. And the local angle on this one is that former Senator Nick Xenophon, remember him? Yes. I do, very clearly. He's now working as an external lawyer for Huawei. They've got a fight to take to the government after they were banned from participating in our 5G rollout last year. 
George Christensen is a national MP for the area up around Mackay and Airlie Beach, beautiful spot. He was under investigation by federal police for a year or so over his frequent travels to the Philippines. Journalists, despite their best efforts, have been unable to get their hands on that information, Claire. That's right. Christensen has blocked the release of the information from that federal police probe into his frequent travels to Southeast Asia uh, during 2017 and 2018. The AFP police commissioner at the time said that there was no evidence of criminal behaviour on Christensen's part during those travels. And it wouldn't be a good old political scandal. And the reason it's on the front pages today, if he hadn't have frequented some adult entertainment venues whilst he was there. Certainly that was always the insinuation and Christensen maintained that he was doing charity work uh, and other things while taking those frequent trips to the Philippines. But uh, yes, the Channel 9 newspapers and TV uh, investigations have found that he was uh, in night spots and they have a bar manager on the record confirming that. And if you live in or around Sydney, you just have to walk outside to know that bushfires are still wreaking havoc across the state. Looking out the window right now, it's a beautiful pink purple sky that you get when the smoke haze is hanging around. The focus yesterday was on the New South Wales south coast, just north of Batemans Bay. There was an emergency level fire around that area of the south coast that's now been downgraded to a watch and act. Uh, one home has been lost there and still extremely dangerous conditions around that area, particularly strong uh, winds and very dry burning conditions. So Sydney siders, as you say, that smoke isn't going away anytime soon. And in more weather-related news, the Bureau of Meteorology put out their spring summary yesterday. Nationally, it's been the driest on record, Claire. And incredibly, it's snowing in many parts of Victoria. So it's just wild and completely crazy. For the record, the records have been kept for 120 years. Alice Springs local Tamara McBeath Riley has been found after being lost in the outback south of Alice Springs for 12 days. This after her car became bogged whilst on a Sunday afternoon drive. She was also travelling with her partner Claire Hockridge and South Australian man Fu Tran who after about a week made the decision to separate from her to head towards the Stewart Highway which was tens of kilometres from where she was found. They are yet to be located, Claire. Tamara stayed back with her dog. The dog they decided wasn't able to make the 22-kilometre trek towards the highway, which is where they thought they would find some help. Um, She also said that she thought that her partner, uh, Hockridge, and their friend had been found, and that's why they were coming back for her, but that's not the case. That search continues today. And Macquarie Dictionary has announced its word of the year. This time, it's cancel culture. It's two words, actually, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Give us the definition. What's cancel culture? It is this thing that we've got where someone does something wrong and we just want to either cancel them or cancel whatever part of history that it is. And it's something that's been talked about quite a bit this year. In fact, former US President Barack Obama recently made a speech about cancelling cancel culture. So he's not a fan. He's not a fan. He thinks that we need to be bigger and better and we need to have these discussions and not brush everything under the carpet that's difficult to discuss. Harvey Weinstein is often one of the examples given of people wanting to to cancel him from history. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, And if you're really into this kind of thing, the People's Choice category is still open. You can jump online and vote from a select list for your word of the year. 
And finally, before we get to the song lyric, this week we're asking podcast listeners to please complete a survey about our podcasts. This is something we'll ask you to do only twice a year. It's super important because it will help us decide what we can do better and interestingly, what we can do next. Added incentive, if you do complete it, you'll go in the draw to win a Sparrow Designs bag worth $600. Sparrow Designs bags are awesome. Uh, We love them because like the Squeeze, they're designed for busy people to be super convenient. So head into your episode notes, click on the survey link, tell us what you think about our podcast. It should only take you about five minutes. Thank you in advance. Really appreciate you filling that out. Now, Claire, what is the email subject line today? Each day, it is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What's got you singing? Given Sydney recorded its highest monthly increase in home prices in more than 30 years, I looked up uh, what was song of the day in November 1988, and we're talking about um, the Beach Boys from Kokomo. So I've gone with the line Aruba, Jamaica, Ooh, I want to take you. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a good, happy, fun song to get into our Tuesday. That's all from us today. Thank you for listening. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.